The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And welcome into a Tuesday edition of The Middle. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, Jacob Media YouTube channel. 9,600-some-odd subscribers and climbing by the minute, Barrett. we got to get to 10,000 before the end of the regular season. Da, That's da, da. my goal. Yes, sir. At least. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Smash that like button. we got a lot to talk about yesterday. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of views of yesterday's full show. Uh, that I, I noticed a lot more than I, I've no, normally been seeing. So people are really dialing in on this Eagles team now that they have qualified for the playoffs and overachieved uh, in many uh, respects for this uh, 2021 season. But now we find out that there's 12 players on the COVID list and <laughs> a lot of starters. And we were kind of thinking that the, we probably wouldn't see much of the starters, if at all, of, or some of the starters at all uh, in this finale on Saturday night against Dallas because there's not a whole much, you know, a whole lot to be gained. And, uh, you know, if you could, you can snag a bye week late, you know, going into the playoffs, uh, it's, it probably will benefit you at least in that first round. So, you know, I think this kind of seals it that we're going to be missing a lot of starters, even though a lot of these guys can clear prior to game time, I still think we're going to be down a lot of starters on Saturday night. Well, you know, guys like um, Jason Kelsey, he's yeah. going to want to play, but he well, needs to sit his butt down, bro. I know. He, they might need to chain him you're right. uh, into the <laughs> locker room, really. <laughs> yeah, just, just just go sit down somewhere, man. You know, go right. sit in the corner. Come come join me on uh, on, on an Eagles pre- and post-game show. There Put you, you go. in the corner, man. There you, you know, go. Um, Boston Scott, Jordan yep. Howard. Fletcher Cox, I knew he wasn't going to play anyways. Right, uh, right. Gennard Avery, he needs to play. Alex Singles needs to play. Marcus Epps needs to play. Rodney McLeod, he can sit down somewhere. Even Avante Maddox can sit down somewhere. Um, of course, you know, uh, uh, Jack Stoll and right. uh, Dallas Goddard are on the list. Right. Um, Herbig, your boy Herbig. Herbig, he needs to play. But, you know, it, it, this is one of those games where they don't necessarily need to – to 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 play him, so I guess they that's just makes the job easier for the head coach to make the right. decision. It kind of simplifies things. Um, looking at you know as they go forward, hell maybe they need to go sit Jalen Hurts um, in there with those COVID guys, you know, so he can catch it. So you don't have to worry about him throughout the playoffs. Right, right. See, that's the thing here, and this is what I, I've been uh, finding out is he's Monday. Uh, spikes, if you will, in these COVID numbers now uh-huh. is somewhat intentional because <laughs> right. th- because these starters, these players now that are going to go into the playoffs, like they, they want, if they want to play the following week, they've now volunteer, even if they're not feeling, you know, symptomatic or whatever, they can volunteer to get tested. And if they test positive, it's really no big deal because they have five days now to clear the to clear the list and exactly. get back on the active list prior to the coming week's game. And therefore, once they tested positive, they cannot be tested then 
for 90 days, which takes you beyond the Super Bowl anyway. If you're, if, if you're a team going into the playoffs, you're clear. So, so you know what I mean? It'd be it'd behoove like some of these quarterbacks that, you know, right in the playoffs to go ahead and catch it now. And, yeah. and I mean, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not, you know, advocating it or anything like that, but I'm just saying, just being, um, just being in a position where you're not going to be tested for the next 30, 90 days. It's, right. It's, 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 That's huge. It's huge, man. You don't have to worry about it. Right. You don't have to worry about what Minnesota just went through. Yeah. Minnesota didn't have a starting quarterback in a, a game that which, you know, really put them in or took them out the playoffs. So, right. I mean, at this point, they lost because they didn't have their guy. Kirk Cousins would have gave them at least an opportunity to win the game. Right, right. They didn't have a snowball's chance in hell without them. No, no, no. So they're out of the playoffs now. They will be. They will. They will be out of the playoffs now. Right, and they probably have a coaching change. <laughs> right. Okay. I, 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 I would. I, I would expect a lot of change up in Minnesota. No, but you make a great point. Like if you're. You know, one of these starting quarterbacks, like you brought up Jalen Hurts. Like, we haven't heard Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, testing positive about anything nope. uh, as of yet, at least not to my knowledge. So if he did test positive, and let's say they play Minshew anyway on Saturday night, he clears the protocol five days later because he's vaccinated, then he's good to go, and you don't have to worry about something happening for the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. So and probably, He wasn't probably going to play anyways this week anyways. This week, yeah. You yeah. know, um, you, you saw in this last game, he ran a little more. He was a little more explosive. His cuts were better. Yeah. You know, he ran, you know, the previous game against the Giants. He really only ran twice. Reluctantly. Yeah. He yes. ran, What did he have? Seven rushes, I think, the other night. Right. Yeah. So, you know, he looked he looked like more of an impact player. Right. In this last game. That's kind of that like cut. where I want him too. seven or right. eight rushes, you know, run when you need to maybe in one or two design right. runs. You know, when it, when it looks good against uh, whatever defense you're facing at the line of scrimmage. But but seven or eight runs, I'm good with. But he, well, looked, you know, he looked a lot better. Right, a whole lot yeah, better. Yeah, um, you know, uh, You know, just, you know, reading um, the private chat from, from Xander, uh, McMillan kind of suggested that uh, the COVID cases yesterday were almost intentional. You know uh-huh. what I mean? <laughs> Exploiting the loophole. Yeah, you know. John McMillan. Leave it to John McMullen to find the loophole. Conspiracy okay? theorist. I love it. Well, it's, 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 that's actually smart, though, you know, it when is. you think about it. You know, at yeah. this point, where they, they're not worried about that. Dallas is going to play their starters. We don't care. Yeah. We're not playing Dallas. Yeah, Dallas again. is coming here to win, according to the coach. Right, right, he's, right. He's talking tough. Right. <laughs> but, hey, man. Hey. You know, wouldn't it be great if Minshew and some backups beat them anyway? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, that would be I, I would take more pleasure in that than Jalen Hurts going out there and beating him, to be honest with you. Let's Whoa. let's go with um, um hold on a second, Harry. What's, what, what's going on with Joey B, man? What? Let's figure out something's going on with Joey B, man. Let's figure out what's going on, man. You know, I you know I gotta look at the, the stream, man. Let's check them out. It's a good morning stream. Good morning, Harry and Barrett. Returning from vacation after two weeks in the Caribbean and Colorado looks like a war zone. What? What happened? I have no idea. What happened, man? You know, Joy B, let us know what's going on. 20 miles away, co-works extended family lost their, uh, was, I guess, fires. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's terrible. Oh, okay, man. Yeah. That, I mean, is, that, that seems to happen in that area in California and some of those other western areas. Uh, like it's dry, on, man. It's, it's on very an dry basis. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so. dry out there. Sorry to hear that, Joey B. 
Yeah, way to change, way to change the mood on the show there, Joey B. Jeez. <laughs> My goodness. You know, can you drop that on us at like maybe 12.50 instead of uh, 11.10? We hope everybody's okay. Joey <laughs> B's okay. He's in the Caribbean. Yeah, uh, but anyway, back to the football, Barrett. Yeah, uh, let's get Dallas back is coming here to win accordingly, uh, mm-hmm. according to the coach. Now, what do you think about that? Um, they have to come in and win. They 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 want to stay hot going into this playoffs. They went in a couple of years ago when um was it Dak in um in um um Zeke's first year, their rookie year. They sat everybody. Yeah, they end up losing. They weren't hot. Right. I, I think they're kind of thinking in that aspect that they want to go into this playoff system because on I mean, an this up is their, note. Yeah. This on is this note. this might be their final opportunity. And being in full strength and being mm-hmm. in a position to really go into the playoffs and be competitive because over the next couple of years, they won't be competitive. Please mm. believe this. Because anytime you, you sign a, a quarterback to a big deal, you can't sign other players supporting cast. And that's in the that's what the position they're in right now. That side right. cap is gonna be killing them next year. Well, they got I mean, a lot of issues story. right now. I mean, you know, it was it was evident in that game against Arizona. Uh, you know, some of the things, you know, came to bear. They can't run the ball effectively. I mean, if you you go look back at, at Ezekiel Elliott, uh, going ba- way back to the last big game he had was against the Giants back in early October, right. October the 10th. Since then, he's had 134 carries for 463 yards. That's like 3.3 something a carry. Right, right. Okay. Uh, they're not running the ball well. They got some O line issues. Dak has been inconsistent as a result of both of those other things. Um, you know, they're secondary. You know, say what you want about Trayvon Diggs, who has a lot of interceptions and is going to a Pro Bowl, I believe. Yes, uh, he's got eleven interceptions, and that's awesome. But he is susceptible uh, to some things, and they, you know, offensive coordinators have have watched a lot of tape, and they know how to exploit that guy with the with the right wide receiver. And the right routes. Let's well, you just know, put it that way. And Anthony right. Brown is is very beatable. Yes, yes. And yeah. there, there lies there lies what um the problem is in the secondary. You know, you 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 have you have one guy that's that's all world, and then after that, you know, it's, it's slim pickings. Mm-hmm. You know, Trayvon Diggs, he is good. Yeah, but like uh, Kazee, he's been getting his butt kicked. Brown has been exploited a whole lot. Right. Um. You know, you look at um. You know, everybody else in that secondary are, 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 are very, 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 very beatable, you know, and they're they're really looking at their defensive front to to really put the pressure on team. Right. Now I that mean, they got healthier over the last couple of weeks, right. they, they had a lot of injuries early on at that unit. Exactly. So yeah. that's why they know Micah Parsons can can rush the passer because, sure. you know, a lot now of the Marcus Lawrence is back. And yep. Yep. And, and, and you know, the head coach. Uh, he's always, he's always a question mark, you know, with time management, he does some <laughs> really crazy things, you know, reviewing, uh, calls, throwing the red flag. I mean, he's, he's a wild card. He really is. Right. Right. And he's been exposed. Nobody's talking about, you know, not nobody, but people aren't talking about Kellen Moore being some hot next head coach commodity right now, exactly. like they were back in September and early October. Um, you know, and penalties, they are number one in the league in penalties, accepted penalties. Remember when the Eagles were at the beginning of the year, right? For the first, the first five or six games. weeks. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are number one right now with 122 accepted penalties. 26 of them are offensive holding. That's their biggest category outside of other. You know what happens when those players get older? You know, guys like Tyron Smith, um, mm-hmm. you know, Zach Martin, um, Collins, those guys, you know, they're, they're good. But once you start getting a little older, your feet don't, you know, go as fast as they used to go. So now right. you start so pulling guys back to you and running grabbing. with them. <laughs> and grabbing. <laughs> so that's what happens, man. That's exactly what happens. And then, you know, they lost Gallup. So now it's going to just, just, just be CeeDee Lamb and Cooper, you know, really being taking the, the lion's load of everything. And I like Gallup, too. I've liked him for a, a year or two now. I thought he was a really good player that was kind of underutilized. He was a deep threat, uh, yep. But but he's he's a good player. And like you said, uh, that, that happened this past week, I guess. What, he tear the ACL, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's Joey B's guy, year. man, from Colorado State. Oh, Colorado State, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he was their deep threat. Um. Dalton Schultz has mm-hmm. become a player for him, yeah. man. But when you have Dalton Schultz in there, he's not a blocking tight end. He's a no, pass catching he's a tight pass end. Catcher. So when you look at you know running the ball, that's another reason why they're not as effective because mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz, Schultz is not a, a, a run blocking um a type of tight end. He's one of those Zach Ertz type of players, right? So you know, and it's almost like um you know uh, Zach Ertz is like a. An, an adjective he defines what what you know tight ends are for pass catching you know what I'm saying so that's that's a Zachers that means that's a pass catching tight end you right. know it's not like Dallas God Dallas God does both very very well you know what I mean Kel- yeah. Kelsey does both well you know guys like that you have to be able to run block and pass block and Schultz is not that guy so it's really hurting that offensive line going out there and trying to run the ball effectively Kittle does both well too oh Kittle's the yeah He's he's a monster as far he as really run block. He he likes to do that more than pass catch. I think yeah, I think he's got that offensive lineman mentality more than he yep. does the pass catching aspect right. of it being a tight end. Dallas is a seven point favorite in this game this week. And that tells you every what? that tells you that Las Vegas is like you know the Eagles aren't going to play anybody exactly. And Dallas you know feels they need the game. Maybe they they feel they can still jump up into the second seed if they get cooperation from uh, Los Angeles and Tampa Bay. So they're gonna. You know, they're going to come here and play their starters, so they're a seven-point favorite. Wow. Well, it looks like we're going to be playing either the Rams or or, or Tampa Bay. More so, they say they're leaning towards Tampa Bay. Is that right? Because of the matchup, yeah. Well, because, yeah. because they think the, the Rams might lose to the Niners? Yes. In week uh, 18? Yes. Interesting. Well, I mean, you look at um their coach. I mean, Shanahan has the upper hand. He's like, what, 8-0? Since he's real, he's really good against McVeigh. Yes, he yeah. is. I don't know if he's eight no, but he's really good against him. But the Rams are favored in that game by five at home. Wow. Just looking at the at the number right here. Tampa Bay, by the way, hosts Carolina, and they're favored by eight. And See, I saw man. some some more developments in this Antonio Brown situation. Apparently, I guess Antonio Brown uh is saying that he was hurt and that's why he didn't want to go back into the game and Bruce Arians knew nothing about it he was asked at his press conference day after press conference about an injury I didn't I wasn't aware of any injury (laughs) he didn't look like he had an injury going in um, no he looked pretty spry (laughs) up and down in the end zone right right yeah evidently he didn't go to the doctors or the hospital afterwards either because I guess they spotted him in a you know, at, at a basketball game. Well, yeah, he was at a, what was it, a Brooklyn Nets game, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the and front I, row. Yeah. And I guess, um, I guess, um, 
uh, Saquon Barkley's personal driver is the one that came and picked him up. Is that right? Yeah, and kind of chauffeuring him around the next couple of days. So Saquon has his own little Uber guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all yeah. right. You know what? I mean, back in the day, man, when I was playing, bro, you know, those those are the kind of things that, you know, players had. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford them. You right. know what I'm saying? I nickel and dime the league. Right. But they, they had those type of services that, um, that, that, you know, people would have, you know, to drivers, you know. I yeah. mean, I can <laughs> – Bro, I got a buddy at my golf club that has a driver. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Well, look at this. He's banged up all the time. I got a um I, I used to watch, you know, the, the boss lady used to go to Saks and she'd be mm-hmm. shopping around Saks, you know, walking around. But the high dollar wise, the high dollar wise meaning um like Marvell Smith, you know, offers a tackle his wife and uh-huh. Troy Palomalo's wife and all those, you know, wives uh, would would have a concierge service that when they go to Saks, they put them back in the back room with a couch and they sit on the couch yeah. and drink mimosas uh-huh. while they brought all their sizes to them. Of course. And they tried them on and everything back in the back so they didn't have to bend it with the general public. Yeah, and plus you get them a little lubed up on the alcohol. You exactly. know, and then they're a, little, they're a little freer with the credit card. Bruh. I told Miss Brooks, yo, you better walk your butt around. You hear me? <laughs> you know, because it's like $5,000 when you do it. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, what? Right. Yeah, Are right. you kidding me? Right. So go, yeah. and, and you can go in that dressing room yourself. Right. Exactly. You, know what I'm you can try on your own stuff. Right. Go get you it can, yourself. Right. <laughs> Just take it off the rack. Walk it to the dressing room. And get the, like, can I get? We the all seat? see it. Yeah, we all see it. We all got it. Do you need any help, ma'am? No, I'm good. <laughs> That's crazy, though, man. That is crazy. That's a concierge service that they have. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. I can drive myself to where I gotta go. I mean, Uber has become, you know, what I'm saying the, the ticket these days, man. But back then, you know, I mean, personal drivers, personal mm-hmm. chefs. Hell, I can cook. Right. I'll cook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. My wife can cook. We're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. 91 LSXer says Harry Mertidis was your driver. He was what, when I had my busted up ankle. And he'll tell you about it too. Oh yeah, he loved it. Yeah, he, he'd come. He'd show up. But he said that the reason he loved it because he'd come to your house and you'd have lunch ready for him. So he was good with that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, those were the days. That was a long three months of my life. Let's oh my goodness, way. I can only I can only see. Oh my <laughs> god! Hey, hey, hair, hair, you up here? Yeah. What are you doing? As soon as the show was over, and if we didn't have any other stuff to record or a meeting to have, you know, I'd wheel that damn um, scooter, you know, out into the elevator, down out the back entrance, and he'd come around the back entrance. I'd throw the thing in the back of his truck. Hobble my way to the to the passenger side uh, door, get in. He'd drive me home, do the exact same thing, and he. I basically would put myself in my chair. I went from one chair to the car to another chair. Like that's that's, that's basically worst. it. To do the show, then I'd go home and I'd sit in this other chair for hours. And I oh. just I that's when I rewatched The Sopranos. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So you'd go in there and knock out two or three episodes of The Sopranos every day. That was my life for about three months. That's the worst, man. Yeah, that's the worst. Having to be, I remember um, a, a year ago, probably about oh a year, a year to the day, right around this uh-huh. time right here, I had caught COVID, so I had to sit in my room, and that was the worst. 
two and a half weeks of my life, bro. Two and a half weeks? Yes. What kind of quarantine is that? Back then, we didn't know anything about it, man. Didn't know what the you know protocol was. You had to be there 14 days. Oh, wow. We got our own protocols over here at my house. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, we just wrote our own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You don't want what you put on front of it. Don't come by if you don't want COVID. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Stay the hell out of here. <laughs> but look. Like my my kids, you know, what I'm saying my uh my middle daughter, she, yeah, you know, every time I open the door, she did tell you, you better scream, you're 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 out. I'm like, why do I have to scream in my own house? Because I don't want to catch it. So oh I had a quarantine in, inside of my room, man. Yeah, you, you see know, what unclean, these, unclean. You unclean. see what the news did to people back then? <laughs> oh, I'm telling yeah. you, it was absolute mania, bro. What did COVID have to do with damn toilet paper, man? You couldn't exactly. buy toilet paper. Exactly. You couldn't buy anything like that, man. It was absolutely. Paper towels. Lunacy. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, a lot of people would say they would like to see uh, an Antonio Brown reality show. You know what? That would that would be that'd be the next, you know, that'd be the next big thing. People he love would, train wreck television. Exactly. He yeah. would be great, amazing. And somehow they'd have to interweave him and Kanye West and, mm. the, um, and, the, and the, um, you know, the Kardashians. If you intermingle all of them together, the world would stop. You think to so? watch that show. Oh, yes. The world would stop. Especially for AB, man. The world would stop to watch him. I, I had a, I kind of got enough of a view of him when I was watching the, the you know when he was with the Raiders. Well, you're saying the hard knocks. Exactly, you're yeah. saying yeah, you're yeah. saying right, right. You know what I'm saying? I kind of know the what the world's not saying. I kind of know what the reality t- show would be. I've already seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What if he was like The Bachelor or something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, that is something I would never watch <laughs> if it was the only show on television. Flavor Flav was on it before. He was on The Bachelor? Something like that. It was some type of show where Flavor Flav was... um, I thought that was that rehab show, like that celebrity rehab thing. No, this was... um, He he had a bunch of of girls wanting to marry him. Remember... um, Really? Yeah, remember... um, Was it Dolph Landron's ex-wife or whatever? Brigitte Nielsen. Yes, her. She was on it. Right. She 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 actually really fell in love with him. She was also on the celebrity rehab show. (laughs) <laughs> right now right. was it called flavor of love flavor of love that's exactly philly, what it was philly cat nailed it as there well we go. as eagle empire there we go yeah right, i gotta flavor look that of love. up i gotta yes. look that up it was an absolute train wreck and you, you know watched I mean? this no i didn't watch it no oh, okay <laughs> i would hear about it I, did the boss lady watch it yes of course okay. all right of course and I, we I also got to talk about your kansas state wild wildcats who are in tonight, the bowl baby. game tonight they're in the Texas Bowl tonight. Actually, I, I have LSU. Them, I took them in the pool that I'm in. And oh, did you? I, I got them at one and a half. The line is like up to seven. Wow. In favor of Kansas State. Well, we're gonna, they don't have their coach. The coach won't be there. No, I know. It's kind of a mess. Right. Uh, with what's going on with LSU. So you never know what kind of effort you're going to get out of those guys. Um, let me see. Flavor of Love. When did this air? There were three seasons of it, uh, 2006 to 2008. It was two wow, seasons of it? Three seasons. Wow. 06, 07, 08. 
Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yep. That's simply ridiculous. Simply ridiculous. I'm trying to figure out who else was all right here cast. I, I saw they got this new bachelor show where um where they have two guys, um, two guys on the show. One's broke. Well, that's Joe rich. Millionaire. That's another. Oh, that's Joe Millionaire. That's okay. another trash television show. I don't. I don't know the names of them. I, I'm not. I will never watch them. I barely have enough time to watch all this football I've been watching. Yeah, those shows are like porn without the sex. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's some of the cast of this show. Now, you let me know if any of these names uh, mean anything to you. Hoops. Yes, hoops. Okay. Hoops was a. Um, she was. Nicole Deanne Alexander, aka Hoops, she won okay. the first season apparently. Yes, and he was he was in love with her, but she didn't want him. In fact, she then left him and went and dated Shaq. That's exactly right, <laughs> dude. You that. are up on this. I know you've seen this. I, I never watched it, but I knew that because of Shaq, my frat brother. You know, I, I was trying to see what was going on with that. All right, what about Delicious, Chandra Davis? She won the second seed. I remember the I remember the name. Okay. I remember she wanted to fight everybody, I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that yeah. Right. Um Thing Two. What? AKA Tresha. She Thing won the two? third season. Yeah. And then Liz, Big Rick, Pumpkin, Sapphire. This sounds like Club 55 down in D.C., man. What are you talking about here? It's like the day shift at Club 55. Right. Oh, my. Boots. I remember Boots. You do? Yeah, I remember the name. I don't remember who it is. I remember Thing 2. Thing 2. That doesn't sound attractive. No. Ah-da-da. Right. (laughs) And Boots. And Hottie and Serious and Smiley. And like that, and crazy, and Goldie, and Nibbles, a couple of other characters in this show. So he must have gave them their name. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I might have to check this out. <laughs> right, <laughs> just watch a half a season, huh? Oh, uh, stream. A lot of these streamers have seen this. <laughs> we haven't seen it we all, they all see it. saw it they all saw it nobody wants to admit to it but they've saw it right oh my god i will say this should you flex yeah you're right power is the best show have you watched power yet no power is good man no you got ghost like the first the first couple seasons met with ghost ghost um us name is that about the hip-hop uh like a music scene or something? No, no, that's... Um, what was that show? Empire. Empire. Is that Empire? Okay. Yeah, that was Empire. Yeah, because there's um, now a country kind of version of, of Empire that's coming out with Susan Sarandon. It looks really cheesy. Is this the one with... Um, yeah, Trace, I, I, Trace I saw Adkins, that. which is yes, a country and they're, singer. And they're real country it. singers in it. Yeah, he's a real singer. Country, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really cheesy. Like a soap opera kind of cheesy. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. It's funny you um. It, it, it's funny you know you talk about Empire, and um. R- Rashir, well, his name is Hakeem on um Empire. Okay, but he's my godson. No way. Yes, yes, Hakeem. He you know Rashir. Rashir was he was my godson, and uh, I can remember man, he was he was he was he was one of those you know little boys that he needed some firm male guidance in his life. 
Okay. So he would they would drop him off, you know, with me over the summer. Mm. You know what I mean? For like, you know, a couple summers straight just to get him back on track, you know, get him pointed in the right direction. Because he's a real high-strung guy, real, real high-strung. You know, at an early age, you know, I had to really make sure I, you know, kept my foot in his butt, make sure that he was, you know, chilling out, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd have to come, you know, get him and correct him. He was a good kid, a great, great kid, man. He was just high-strung, man. Very, okay. very high-strung, man. You know, wow. Now, turned out, you, you know, I'm, I'm how so... How did you get into the family? Um, Boss Lady and, 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 and um, his mom start a nursing school together oh okay you know what i mean and you know after you know i'm talking about years and years ago this is probably this is probably my first or second year in the league Mm. it's like my first or second year in the league oh man so we're talking like 97 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. around there you know and um they became real good friends you know and of course you know brashir came and everything you know but you know he was he was i mean good kid nice kid sweetest kid in the world man but he just stayed busy, mm. stayed busy. You know what I'm saying? Always into trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would find trouble. Like he wasn't just going to be disobedient, but he'd find new stuff to get into every single day. You know what I mean? Every single day he find something new to get into. But, you know, I'm proud of him, how he grew up. You know, I'm proud that he, he's on TV, started out a rapper, you know, and I thought he was just playing around when he started doing that stuff. But, you know, he took it serious. And from you know that point on, you know he's 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 made it big. He was in um, he was he played in New Edition. He played um, oh yeah, yeah. One of the uh, they did like a documentary on him or a show on him. And he played one of the guys from New Edition. So he's been pretty successful. You know, Brock Shears, that's my dude. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a timeout and we'll be back. We got to get into a little bit of Ben Roethlisberger last night because obviously he played his last game in front of a Pittsburgh home crowd. Right, and I know. I know you were watching it. Um, yes, sir. I did not because I just, uh, you know, the Browns are on my no watch list right now. <laughs> right, right. I'm, Baker well, I, Mayfield I, is on the no watch list. That's a controversy with him, also. I mean, what do they oh, do yeah. with him? There always is a controversy. Right, with him. right. But we'll get into all that and a whole lot more on the other side. You're listening to the middle on a Tuesday, right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Back in three. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees. Donated or installed for free, 
by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Show. Harry Mays, Barry Brooks with you, and uh, we're just going to get into a little bit of this uh, Big Ben situation last night. Obviously, um, I didn't watch the game, but I quickly figured out what happened at about oh, 5.30, quarter of 6 this morning, and realized that he was able to get into the victory formation, which is pretty cool as far as a way to go out. You know, it's a lot, you know, it's kind of interesting how it happened, I guess. Yes. Pittsburgh must have picked off a pass, I guess. Yes, yes. You know, because it's a that's a really cool way to go out. Um, if you could sort of pick, you know, aside from maybe throwing a, a touchdown pass to win the game as a walk off, getting in the victory formation is the way to go, and he was able to do it. Well, it was funny how how it all happened because toward the end of the game it was like a little over a minute left in the game. And uh, they're trying to run the clock out. They're running four-minute offense, four-minute offense where they bring in all their tight ends, their big people in there, and you just run the ball. And um, they just regular handoff. And one of you know on the handoff, Harris was able to break free and run and, and score a touchdown. Usually you fall and stop before the line of scrimmage, fall down, and you know what I'm saying you run the clock off right there. Well, Harris was like, man, bump that. I'm going to get me another touchdown. And ran and scored the touchdown. So then they kick off back to Baker. Baker gets back on the field and throws a pick. Uh-huh. And that's how they can end the, end the game, you know, ceremoniously because um, he threw the pick. Then, you know, Big Ben came back on the field crying and everything, you know, you know, tears of joy. Right. Went in victory formation and they won the game with him. His last play on the field was, was, was him in victory formation, the best play in football. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I saw him come out uh, during the pregame, you know, for the warmups, and there was a big ovation. And then I saw him, you know, back there in the tunnel before, you know, when he was getting introduced. Mm-hmm. And he was just sort of back there, just kind of pacing back and forth in the dark, you know, in the tunnel. 
And then all of a sudden, they, I guess they gave him the cue, like, you're up, let's go. And he, and he ran out and the place right. went bananas, you know. Right, right. So I, did, I did see that. I had no interest in the game because it really meant nothing. And when you look, <laughs> when you look at his stat line, I didn't miss much, man. This, get, this is indicative of why he needs – why it, it's over. Right, right. 46 attempts for 123 yards. That's – That is unbelievably Ridiculous. Awful. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's 2.7 yards an attempt. Right. You know, that's, that's, it was, it was atrocious, man. You yeah. know, and if he had a better offensive line. Yeah. I, 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 I bet you he would come back, but his offensive line just sucks. They are just that bad that, you know, he, it, it'd be all for not, you know, he needs somebody in there to protect them. He's not the big Ben of old, you know, mm-hmm. When he was winning all those, you know, Super Bowls and in those Super Bowls and was, you know, playing the height of his level, he had a great offensive line. You know, right. Alan Fanica, you know, guys like that, Marvell Smith, uh, you know, Chris Kimawatu. You know, I mean, they had a great offensive line. Well, how did guys they li- played, uh, how did that organization allow that to deteriorate? I mean, where did it all go wrong in your view with the O line with Pittsburgh? Well, they I mean they started getting once you had when you when you had that amount of success, they start getting cherry picked. You know, guys start you know taking you know because like, they don't like to go out in free agency and get guys on the offensive right. line. Right. They like to homegrown those guys, homegrow them. And when you're homegrown talent, you 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 kind of go up in the steal away. That's mm-hmm. what you know. You got the Allen Fanta because you got um you know all those guys um that you know. That Villa de Weva was there for quite a while too, who used to yep. be on the Eagles practice squad with Chip as a Kelly. defensive lineman. Yeah. A defensive lineman. They turned yeah. into an offensive lineman. And um Pouncey was always uh was the center, right? For a and bunch his of last years. year was last year. Right, right. And uh I don't know, some type of injury, you know, had to retire. But mm-hmm. once those guys start leaving, man, it's hard to recruit. It's hard to bring in that type of, of talent year in and year out. I mean, the Eagles have managed to do it by going yeah. up and picking guys in the second round. Right. You know, but it's funny. Pittsburgh's always been able to do that on the defensive side of the ball, like with yes. their linebackers and their defensive linemen and stuff. They just weren't able to do it uh, over the last couple of years with the O line. Kevin Colbert was a master at bringing in guys like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's the Pittsburgh way. That really means something to them. It's Pittsburgh way. That that family and the way they run that organization. It's split in half, you know. One half the family runs the um the you know the Steelers organization. The other half of the family runs all the um like you know the 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 racetracks and you know betting stuff. You know that I mean they're you know they're deep into that type of stuff, racetracks, okay. you know, horse racing, you know all that stuff. Right. And um, they 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 run it just like you know the devout Catholics fish every single Friday. Mm. Every single Friday. They serve fish, right? The now, what kind of fish? Uh, you know, <laughs> they're going Chilean sea bass. No, it wasn't that. It was. It, no. I mean, it was. It was up there, but it wasn't Chilean sea bass. Oh, In fact, okay. I, I'm going out to give me some Chilean sea bass today because of you. You talked yeah. about it yesterday. Good. And I looked. I looked in my freezer, and all I had was tilapia. So I was a little. Oh, tilapia is nice though, too. Yeah, but yeah, it's not nice. Chilean sea yeah. bass. Though, right. You know? I, right. I'm getting that and some mahi mahi, and I'm gonna bring it. I'm on. And I'm a, I'm a broil it today. Nice a little you know, bronzino. Yes, <laughs> because of you, <laughs> right. I, I'm doing it because of, you know, you you brought it up yesterday, and I was thinking about it all day. And I went down, and all I had was um tilapia, so I fried me some tilapia. But I want some, I want some some seared. I'm gonna I'm try uh, to sear it though. I'm, I'm not uh-huh. gonna, 
I'm going to sear it this time. I'm going to sear me some Chilean sea bass and some mahi-mahi. Okay. I know that's what the that's what uh, uh, the wife did, too. She seared it. I oh, know she, she seared it? Oh, yeah. I'm on the right track, oh, yeah. then. I'm yeah. on the right track. Um, and what she did after that, I have no idea. But I know she <laughs> seared it. Did you eat not... rice or what? Uh, rice? No, or we had... Uh, what, what the hell else? It was a mashed potato, kind of oh, fresh see, mashed potato kind of I'm, thing. I got to get mashed potatoes, asparagus, too, A little tiny... Oh, you know, the thin asparagus! I could eat about a yeah. hundred of those. Right, I don't like the. I, I don't really like the real thick ones. No, I hate the. I won't eat them. Right, <laughs> no, I won't eat them. They almost get a little tough, man. Stringy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right, right. She but you know I, the way I, you know where I cook those? I take asparagus. This this is my recipe for asparagus. Everybody, you take and you have some olive oil, mm-hmm. and you take olive oil and you and you start you know um, searing it a little bit with the mm-hmm. olive oil. And then just when it gets almost done, you season it up a little bit, but then you put um, um, Parmesan cheese on. Oh yeah, and let it melt in there. Absolutely, that's what she does. But oh, you know, yeah. but also you have you take um you take also take some garlic, uh, the uh, minced garlic, mm. and while you're searing it, put the minced garlic while you're searing it. Then put the seasoning on it. Then you put the put the Parmesan cheese on it. My mom taught me that. Oh, beautiful. Good. Yeah, it was good, man. It's good. Man. Yeah, she does something similar to that too. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, she knows not to get, there's a certain sort of girth that she, you know, it's like, it's gotta be this or under, or you don't buy them. Right. <laughs> Cause I won't eat, I won't eat them. Exactly. Yeah. They're the tough. They're, yeah. they're tough. I don't even exactly. know who wants that. Now what, I, you know what, like, um, boom, bath 75 saying, what's a, a fox fish, you know, a fake fish or, you know, you know, like, you know, you got fox fur or a faux fish, faux fish. What is, uh, what, what do you mean by that? I don't know. I guess he's saying they're kind of like not real fishes. Yeah, like what yeah. they genetically engineered or something? Is yeah, that- I don't know. I don't, I, who knows? All I know is they're good. Um, <laughs> how about Baker Mayfield getting sacked nine times, bro? T.J. Watt, I think I we must have four. Had, what, four. Yeah, he had four. He could have yeah. broke. He could have tied the record yesterday. Now, what what is the record? The record is twenty one and a half. Okay, so where's he? That's Michael at? Strahan. He's yeah. at twenty. He's at twenty point five right now. Oh, I hope he gets it. Oh yeah, because remember the last time he fell. But yeah, see, it's gonna far be hard fell, for him. Far fell for him. I mean, he's he's gonna be running after um, you know, somebody's just as fast as he is out well, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna play. Yeah, he's, he's gonna playing play. for sure. Yeah. So now, you know, now it's it says here game. that he's got twenty one and a half sacks. Who? Uh, T.J. Watt. No, I think I he only has. Yeah, you're I, right. 21 and a half, and the yeah. record is 22 and a half. You're right. Okay. You're right. All right. Yeah. Because I'm the record is 22 and a half. Page. Yep. Well, he might be able to get one. Lamar well, turns the wrong way, turns right into him. Bam. He's going to break it, bro. He's probably going to have two or three sacks. Now so? that I think about it, because those, you know, when he's running the ball, sometimes you get caught behind Atlanta scrimmage. That's a sack. Right. That's a sack. Yeah. Or chasing it doesn't down. look like a conventional sack. It counts right. as a sack. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I can see him doing that. You know, is he is he out and out the defensive player of the year this year? Or would you go with Micah Parsons? Yeah. Well. I'd have to go with I'd have to go with I'd have to go with, you know, come on now, 20 uh 21 and a half sacks. That's hard to pass up. You can't, man. You can't take away from him, man. You gotta give it to him. I know Micah Parsons has had his, a great year as a rookie. Yeah. He'd be <laughs> like uh what defensive rookie of the year. Well, he's definitely gonna be that. Yeah. There's no question that's he'll a, be that's that. a lock. Yeah, yeah, he'll do. But I'm talking about, and, and also you got to think of it. He might be MVP also. Twenty one. I mean, twenty one and a half sacks. 
Yeah, but if the team doesn't make the playoffs, can he can he get an MVP? <sighs> that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's tough. I want to look here at his game log because I know he did he did have some injuries. Well, he was out for like three games this year, three or four games this year. He might be an Embiid. Missed too many games to be an MVP candidate. He's played in 14 games. Yeah, see. Of the 16. See. So he missed two. Yeah. Um, But think about what that number could be if he had played every game. Ah, da, da. Yeah, he'd already have broken it. Now, what do you do, though, here? You know, because I think they get, don't they have to do something with the records? Because now you're adding an extra game. Right. Well, if he did, if he did, if he did, did it yesterday. Yeah. That's then, what I'm saying. Know, it would it, it would have counted, I think. So all you need is to just go out there and get two or three more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, come on now, Joey B. We're too good friends for that, man. What's that? He's going to say uh, uh, that Long uh, John fake Silvers. Fish, no, that fake fish is like the fake White Castle's meat. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> See, I've never eaten there. So, I, I, you know, other people have, have made that assertion, too. Well, I don't care what it is. It could be rubber tires on the road. It tastes good to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they say they don't they say that about KFC too that it's that genetically engineered chicken. Well, they said it that you know they have chickens that don't even have heads. They're yeah. just you know living. That's disgusting. Right. I, I, I don't know if I, I can never, deal I, with that. I don't think it's true, man. You don't? I don't think it's true. No. That they're genetically grown. I don't is, know that they can grow enough chickens, like real live chickens, to full. <laughs> like adulthood enough to, to to be used for food as we get through so much chicken on a daily basis. Well, you know, chickens, a, man, chickens are actually unhealthy to eat. They're worse. They eat worse than pigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chickens will eat their own. Chickens are terrible. I mean, I'm still going to eat it, but I'm just saying, you know, they, they're 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 very unclean animals, bro. Very yeah. unclean. Yeah. Like when they when they feed them, they feed them this new chicken feed. Mm-hmm. The chicken feed is actually made out of the parts of you know leftover chickens. Oh, the chickens, yeah. yeah, and they eat it, right? Wow. So you know, it's, it's it's those pellets they give them, man. So you know, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, you you know, like you you would never be one of those guys that like raise your own chickens and for the eggs and stuff and no. go out in the backyard. I couldn't and do it. Morning. I couldn't kill it. No, I'm just saying for the eggs. I'm not saying right. to eat as a chicken. I don't want to see. The, I don't want to see the eggs being um, laid, and then I'm eating them either. I don't want to really? see that, bro. No, like I like I'm. I'm not a hunter man. I can't go out and hunt. Go out there and kill. I mean, I'll, I'll fish all day. Right. But if I have a gun, I'm not going out and hunting stuff. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll kill some of it's come to kill me. Right. Right. But I'm not going out and hunting. I'm not a hunter. I don't go out and shoot deers and stuff. Yeah. There's no You're way not I'm going out that. with Fletcher Cox on like no, a deer no, hunt or. I told you what Brett Favre did. He took me yeah. out on a hunting trip for snipes. Right. Had no idea what a snipe was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know it was a fictional creature. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, not, I'm, I'm not that country, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might have been front of him, but I'm just not that country. I'm not going out and shooting nothing. Now, my brother, my brother go hunting all day. In fact, right. um, let me send a big shout out to my bro. Uh, is he his, listening and, today? And his Browns. He better be listening. He better be listening. I'm with my, mom, go tell my brother that the Steelers beat them Browns. Beat them Browns. So just let him know. I know my mom is listening. Uh, right. I bet she told her, too. All my right. niece. That's what I'm telling my niece. Niecy, there you go. 
your uncle made sure that his brother's gonna know that he he saw it. We right. all saw it. We saw his Browns lose. Well, he needs to <laughs> jump on the chat then. Well, he'll, he'll my mom. My mom probably went to go tell him if he's not at work. Uh-huh. He, he'll definitely be on the chat. He'll definitely now, be on the chat. Ninety-one LSXers says that he's getting four hens this year for Are egg you? production. Get Ninety-one LSXers is a very like. Uh, He's like a renaissance man. He never, does a lot, doesn't he? I, I, he does a lot of different stuff. I never sort of took him as a chickensman. Right, you know? right. Like, like, do you build a coop? You got to build a coop, right? You can't well, just you know, put him in your like your sun porch. Some people, some people down in um Camden. I'm, I'm driving down Camden sometimes, and I see literally chickens in the neighborhoods, right? Walking around on the on the sidewalk. Yes, seriously. Chickens, bro. Yeah. One rooster, a bunch of chickens running around. Yeah. Well, the roosters are a pain in the ass. Well, they they yeah, wake you up at like 4 30 right. in the morning. <laughs> I'm serious. There's one down in Florida that's about a block away from my mom's house. <laughs> like it is country down there in certain well, spots. You, you, right? you see what they you see what they said on the stream. Uh what What's was that? that? It said uh hold on, let me find it. Oh, you what can get it, uh... coops at Tractor Supply, says Kevin Savar. <laughs> What's his name going down to Florida? Um, your ex-host. He's going down to Florida to move. He's waiting. Oh, now. Tony he's... Bruno. Yeah, Tony Bruno. He's, he yeah, he's... Have chicken. yeah, he'll probably have chickens. He's definitely a chickensman. <laughs> he's coming on the podcast later today. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, with me and the mountain troll. Yeah. We're going to have Bruno on. We were supposed to have him on a week ago, but he got COVID. You got to and... send me the link, man. You yeah, got to yeah. send me the link, man. Just, I, I, have to, I don't have to be on, man. I just got to see it, bro. Uh, well, you, you can get it later. You don't need to, you don't need to experience this live, really. It's, he's better. He's better uh, after the fact. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's coming on today. So, yeah, he's. I could see him having chickens. Oh, no, no question. No doubt about it. No, but, yeah, I, I did see. Yeah. In fact, no lie. Um, like three or four years ago, I'm driving through – Camden, like the edge of Camden, Pensalkin, mm-hmm. over here in Jersey, and I see two emus. Wait a in second. a backyard. Yes, two really? emus. Yes, emus. Look like, like from ostriches. the Liberty Mutual commercial. Yes, yes. I assume they're emus because they weren't as big as an ostrich. Okay, because people like do raise ostrich. Like ostrich meat is like supposedly pretty good. I bro, I ate it before. Yeah, and I've it never tastes had like it. steak. I've never it's had red it. like a steak. It's not like you know white meat like a um, chicken. like chicken. Yeah, it's like steak. Is that I can right? remember because I had to buy um the my rookie year the offensive line. I used to have to bring them breakfast two days a week, mm-hmm. and I'd go down to um Tony Luke's, and I I would have to get you know like guy back if he was going to get a cheesesteak a breakfast cheesesteak it had to be ostrich meat because it's it's it's. It has no fat in it, man. Really? It's real lean, lean meat, bro. Real mm. lean. Tastes just like regular, you know. Um, like filet cheese steak. No, it tastes oh, like yeah. cheesesteak. Oh, okay. But it's real lean. And he put uh, potatoes on it, cheese, and eggs with um, sweet peppers. Jeez. And that's the way he wanted it. He said no onions, though. He wanted peppers. All right, now get back to where you saw these things in Pensalkin. Yes, in right? Pensalkin, it's like around the edge of Pensalkin and Camden. And I looked in the backyard. I'm, I'm driving along in the backyard, and I see that, you know, I see an emu. And I stopped. I slowed down like, whoa. 
And I said, uh, I was talking to my daughter, Chan Chan. I said, Chan Chan, hold on now. So I backed up and I looked over. I said, Chan Chan, what is that? She said, oh, she said, oh, that is an ostrich. I said, wow. In, in, you know, you, you, you never know what you're going to get down in, in that area. In, in South Jersey. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was an emu. Two emus, bro. Two emus. Well, they how do you like tell dark. the difference between an emu and an ostrich? Because emus are smaller than uh, ostriches. Okay. Ostriches are big. Okay. They're, they're real big. And they're they kind of like, scary. Yeah. The bro, ostrich. they kill people. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you know what I'm saying? They're like the closest thing to a raptor you can get back in the day with those, uh, you know what I'm saying, when you watch Jurassic Park and them. Right, They right. said it's just like they have they have a uh, a front claw like a raptor, I guess. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they 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 disembowel like lions and stuff with their with that claw, like they cut them open with their claw and their feet, and, and they're fast. They're just Although, as fast as a cheetah, bro. It says here emus are the largest birds in Australia, weighing eighty to ninety pounds apiece. They're considered pretty small when compared to a fully grown ostrich. See, yep, yep. which is the largest bird on Earth. Right. They're about three times the size of an emu, weighing around 220 to 265. Come on, imagine one of them kicking you, bro. <laughs> and can they can run that? pretty fast, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not just outrunning them. Wow. They say they kill people sometimes. Jesus. See, now I'd watch a, a show on that. Dude, I see. I watch it all, man. I watch it all. Now, that's one thing I do watch. I watch National Geographic's. Look, look, somebody right. says emus have killed before Philly cat. Emus have killed before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, see? Says they had strong legs that burst into explosive speeds when on the run and dagger like claws at the end of their feet. That's where you say they do see? this yep. disemboweling stuff, yep. right? Yep. Holy crap. That Man. is crazy. But how do you get how do you get you know how do you get those in 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 South Jersey. I don't know, man. Right. Emus have three toes on their feet, while ostriches possess two toes. Oh, I didn't know that. Ah, so if you ever see the feet, that's how you can tell. <laughs> but they can run. Um, oh no, wait. It says two toes plus a long tendon that allows them to run at speeds of up to nearly 45 miles per hour. Wow. So see, 45 miles an hour, cheetahs run at like 70. Emus are, they top out at 30 miles per hour. Wow. See? Yeah. Wow. Those ostriches are angry too. The emu is a very docile animal. Well, that's probably why they had them. Yeah. Can you imagine them? See, I don't want to clean up after them. It's a big bird, man. So you know they got big dumps, bro. You know oh God, yeah. You have to clean that up. I Dude. get tired of cleaning my dogs up in the back. I'm telling you. <laughs> the the geese. All, oh. geese. all geese do is make dirt. That's it. And then you know what? And 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 what pisses me off the most, like I might be late going to work or something. Uh-huh. And right, you know, right when I'm turning to, to turn on the major street, uh 561, where I'm at, yeah, Hatville Berlin Road, there's a pond right there. And they walk across the street, and they take their damn time doing it. Also, mm-hmm. oh, I know. I mean, and, then, and if you try to pull up, they'll turn around, they'll stop, and they'll look at you, and they'll start hissing at you. And just, yeah. yeah, and and just sit there until you, you know, and then everybody across, and the male will sit there making yeah. sure you don't go anywhere. And then yeah. after they cross, then they'll let you go. 
Right. It's their world. It's their world. We're just living in it. Yeah. I I always have to yell at them when when I'm in the golf cart. (laughs) Get the hell out of here. And they hiss at you. Right. It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. Like you hit your ball like near like a water hazard, like if they're a big pond Uh, and a golf course, that's where they'll hang out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if your ball goes near the pond, I wouldn't even go even to go get it. Because all you're going to be doing is stepping in crap all the way. All in the way. Terrible. But one time I'm playing in Jaws's course, the Blue Heron. Yeah. And I hit a ball close to the water trap. And there was a uh, an alligator uh, turtle. An alligator turtle. This turtle had to have been about two feet wide. And wait a second. What's it an alligator turtle? Alligator snapping turtle. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's a snapping turtle. All right. Yeah. Yes. They, they can be. They're nasty. Oh, man. It was hissing just like, you know. you. Uh-huh. And his mouth was like. Big as my hand, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, wide open. I'm like, right. yo. <laughs> yeah. You can you can have that, bro. You have it. You know yep. what I'm saying? I'll drop somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of ball was it? Well, I don't know, but yeah. it wasn't worth that. Either. It wasn't worth I, it. I'll I'll, I'll 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 take the ten dollar hit, bro. <laughs> not even a pro V. <laughs> no, not even a pro V, bro. No. Yeah. No. Ninety one LSX says if this was ninety seven five, it'd be let's get it back to the Eagles. <laughs> Get it back to your wheelhouse, Percy. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, we just want to know about Hertz. Oh, we want to know about yeah. ostriches. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hertz is fine. Right. He's good. He's good. No, but the, the thing is, all right, you want to get it back to the Eagles. I was thinking about the, you know, the running backs. Like if they, if, let's just say, I mean, is it going to be Gainwell and um, what, carry on Johnson or something? Well, it has to be because at this point, those two are, are hurt. I mean, carry on. I'm trying to think who else is on their um, their practice squad. Let me check and see. Yeah, it's somebody I never heard of. It's, it's always somebody we never. There heard is of. somebody else, but I, I I don't know who it is. But I'm thinking like that's probably what you're going to have this week. I mean, you know, Howard didn't look right last week. Nope. I mean, obviously he wasn't right, but they needed him towards the end um, of the game. They needed him. Yeah. yeah. So they. they I like their their management of, of his reps because the first half, he didn't play that much at all. Right, and that's what they've been doing, yeah. sort of rolling him in there in the second right. half as sort of the, the more battering ram kind of a running back. Yep, yep, you know? yep. But with him and Scott both on the, the COVID list, you're not going to see Sanders. No, so they um, have Jason Huntley. Oh, know, okay. That was the running back that was from um, Detroit. Right, right. They got from Detroit. Right. They could bring him up off the practice squad. Right. So, I mean, that would be their three backs, you know, plus he's a return game guy. You know, he mm-hmm. plays special teams. Uh, what I'm going to put Ray Gore in the backfield for this game. Just try to generate some type of something for him, huh? Yeah, man. Get him, I, I hate that they do that, man. Game. They they try to filter him in just to get him a rep or two, and he, he mucks it up, man. Uh-huh. But, you know, I mean, it totally takes away from the flow of the game. Man. I can I see it now, game. though. They're going to run a special series of package of plays for Ray Gore <laughs> – as the tailback. And once he makes one play of like positive yardage, the, the, everybody will go bananas. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know you will. Yeah. Cause you're going to pick him as your player of the game anyway. Absolutely. He'll finally get 75 yards. Hopefully yeah. he'll finally yeah. get 75 yards, but uh, you know what? Um, you know, I want to see if they're going to um, bring up, um, uh, what's the name? Cody. Coyote, uh, Awasuki, something, Awazuka. I don't know. Awosuka. 
Owosika, that's the name. Owosika? Coyote Owosika. Offensive tackle slash guard. Oh, he's a lineman. I thought you were talking about another running back. No, no, no. This is an offensive lineman, man. He he plays guard. He is really good. And with with Herbert being out, I know they're going to put – They'll put Toth in there or Penny Penny Sewell. Yeah, they're going to put him – they're going to – no. um, Penny Sewell. I wish they had Penny Yeah, I wish they had him too. Awusa Opeta. Opeta, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sua Sua Opeta. Yeah, Sua Opeta. Yeah. He's going to play, but I want them to put um, uh, Awosaka in, you know, because he is good, man. I mean, he never even loses. He never lost one one-on-one that I was at practice this entire summer. Going up against who? Everybody we had. Oh, yeah? And I'm talking against Fletch and everybody. He balled out. You know what I'm saying? I, I like him as a player. So I want to know if they're going to bring him up and let him play. Huh. I would love that. Coyote spelled K A Y O D E. That's cool. Yes, he's from he's from he's from Buffalo. Awosika. Yep, he played he played with Jackson. Okay, so and he also played with that uh, running back that uh, Washington football team had last week. Exactly. That's yep. a Buffalo guy. From Buffalo. Too. Yep. Yeah. I did a game. I did a, a um, Temple game, and I had all three of them on the field at the same time. Uh huh. He was six, pretty good, man. Six four three zero seven. Yep. Huh. He so moves do you, well. Would you think that this guy figures into their future at yes. some point? Yes. In fact, they actually took him off um, the Indianapolis uh, squad. Okay. It took him off their um, practice squad. And he was a guy that, you know, they liked a lot also. Can he play either side? Yes, he plays either side. The guard position, either side. Right, right. Um, so what if they move Samuel, let's say Kelsey retires, they move Samuel to center. This guy goes in it. No, because you got Dickerson there. So I'm trying trying to think. Right guard, if Brooks, if they move on from Brooks, you're saying that this guy would be better than Herbig. Yes. Okay. Absolutely better. Hmm. I mean, he's a rookie though. That's why he's probably not in right now. But right, he is. He, I like him as a player, man. Remember, you're gonna hear his name, bro. You're definitely gonna hear his name. If it's not with the Eagles, he's gonna go somewhere and make a major influence. No kidding. Uh, in the league, he All is right, that we, good. All right, Coyote. I like the way he spells it. K a y o d e. Yep. <laughs> All right. He's got your recommendation. We got one more hour to go. A whole lot more to get to. Uh, was this the NFL's most thrilling regular season? We're going to get into some of that and uh, a whole lot more. We'll be back another hour. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back to the show. And yes, I am feeling better today. Hopefully, I, hopefully I sound a little bit better. The cough has uh, been minimized. So, sore throat, totally gone. So, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see at this point of things getting any better than what they are right now. So let's just ride with it. Let's flow with it. You know, man. As yeah. far as everybody being sick, you know, let's let's, you know, let's pray that nobody. You know, passes away, but man, let's let's just get it, get over with. Let's roll. Let's rock. Exactly. And roll, I'm with you, man. That's where I've been for a while. I yeah. got to be honest. You know, and uh, life is a whole lot better since I haven't watched the news in 18 months. <laughs> I cannot believe you were insisting on not watching yeah. the news, man. I don't need it. I realize <laughs> I don't need. It. I'm telling you, you don't need it in your life. Have you lost any sleep over not watching the news? Absolutely zero. Exactly. None. The only thing I did all I care about is the weather. Right, that's right, it. and that's that, that's that you know because Monday, it, it yesterday actually shocked me that I woke up, and it was snow. Well, okay, I was I was going to ask you that because you're at that area where it was like kind of the cutoff area, I think, because we right. didn't get anything where I live, and down the shore they got like inches of snow. Yeah, I got I got two here. You got two, but, but down like Lake City, didn't they get like six or something? Yes, yes, wow. I didn't get I didn't get I didn't get enough. I know uh, down on my boat, you know, like my um, my captain, man, um, Tony. Yeah. Tony sent me a picture of his backyard up there because, you mm-hmm. know, he has a house in Wildwood. Right. And he had like six inches, man. Wow. And it totally covered over, you know, the deck. Everything on the deck had like six inches of snow on it. Jeez. So down here, I only got like two. And, and you know, because it was like, what, 50, 60 degrees the day before, mm-hmm. it didn't really stick on like the concrete and stuff because the concrete was like warm. It didn't stick on that. Right, but it definitely did stick. Uh, on uh, but it, this morning, 
freezing. Oh, dude. I went out to freezing I, Tuesday mornings. The day you got to put your trash and your recycling out where I live. Uh-huh. So I did it at like five thirty, quarter six this morning. It felt like Green Bay. Right. <laughs> like I literally felt like I was a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> and then I go in and checked. It was 18 degrees. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 18. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's I, this morning I let the dogs out. And usually I let the dogs out. They go out there, you know, saying play around a little bit, do their business, and then I bring them back in the house. They went out there, did their business, and came right back to the door. They were back in the door in less than five minutes, you know, scratching at the door. I'm like, dang, you know, so I, I opened it like, oh, that's why you guys want to come back in so right. fast. Yeah. You know what I'm like, they, like, they look at me like, no, we're not outside dogs, Pops. We are not outside dogs. Let us back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back over to my bed and I'm laying down, you know. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Now I saw this here before we get into the uh, if the NFL, if this was their uh, most thrilling regular season. Um, Mike K from NJ.com does a great job covering the Eagles. He used to cover the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, but he's been up here for a couple years. And I think we've had him on the show in the past. He did a thing where how Howie Roseman helped the Eagles get back to the playoffs. Seven moves that led to this successful turnaround. And I want to run this by you. Yeah, run this by me. All right. Number one is hiring Nick Sirianni. Now, to me, I thought this was more of a Lurie move than a Howie move, but maybe, so maybe not. Uh, this move was an easy one to point out. Roseman and owner Jeffrey Lurie went the unconventional route to replace Peterson. And he goes in, you know, uh, Sirianni impressed Roseman and Lurie with his interview. And they were excited about the impressive young coaching staff that he could assemble. Um, then he goes on to say about his introductory press conference, which uh, didn't go very well. The shaky two and five start. Uh, spurred a complete rebuild of the offensive philosophy. And that's where he gets the credit for realizing, you know, that what they were doing was absolutely not working. Exactly. And this quarterback really isn't a quarterback that really is a guy that you can ask to throw it 40, 45 times a game and win. So they went about and changed it. We all get now that they've won four straight games and a seven and two start. And all that stuff. So now he's giving, you know, Howie the credit for that. I always thought that was more of a Lurie move. Well, it had to be a Lurie move because, you know, the the relationship between, you know, um, Frank Reich and the Eagles. Right. That was kind of the relationship that kept, you know, Doug above water. Mm-hmm. He was like the liaison between upstairs, um, you know, um, scouting and all that department, you know, where Howie is at and all that stuff. And with the, with the, the players and the, you know, he was, he was like that, that bridge builder to all of that. So Jeffrey under, understood that. So, right. And you know, because he understood that he was going to bring somebody in that kind of, you know, fit that type of mold. So hence, that's why we have uh, Nick Sirianni. Mm-hmm. There's no way they knew Nick Sirianni was going to be able to coach the way he's coaching. Right no, now. I don't think so. There's either. no way. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. All right. Number two is trading up for Devonte Smith. The Eagles knew that the giants wanted Smith throughout the draft. And uh, Roseman reached a deal with Dallas owner, Jerry Jones to jump from 12 to 10 and take Smith in front of the giants. Very shrewd move. 
move. It's turned out to be a, a very good move. Although you could sit here and, and quibble and say, well, they could have taken, you know, the defensive player, Micah Parsons. But right, right. You right. know, I mean, they needed a big play wide receiver. They had struck out on a couple and they needed to hit it. So they got a guy and he is a guy. He is the guy. Definitely. Can we agree I, I, on I, that? I give them all credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I agree with one, not so much on the other. Doubling down on a that was note. a safe pick, though. This just it was let, safe. Yeah, that was, was a safe pick. Well, he wasn't reaching his neck out to do it. Right, right. That was just a safe pick. Doubling down on the 2020 moves. Now, this is where I got a little bit of an issue. Three of the Eagles' most important players were acquired in 2020: Hertz, Darius Slay, and Javon Hargrave. He says. Um, Hargrave is among the league leaders in blah, 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 while Slay has three interceptions. He goes, I mean, there was a part here where he said, all right, where the, the Slay move was not all that well received. And I'm like, what? Like right. nobody, nobody criticized the Darius Slay acquisition that nobody. I can remember. Did nope. they? No, no. And Hargrave was kind of one of those under-the-radar kind of moves that didn't really make a lot of waves either way Well, when I he, remember it. Now, he had a, he's had a great year. Yes. He's, he, he brought it on. He kicked it along the inning part of last year also. He, he didn't – he wasn't he, – he was making that transition from being a two-gap player to a one-gap player. And what I mean by two-gap player, he would – you know, you, he, they line him – he played the nose uh, for the most part in that 3-4. Uh-huh. They line him on the nose. He'd hit the nose and he'd be responsible for both A gaps. He right. played that well. But in this defense that, you know, he's with Swartz and this defense he has where with Gannon, now he's just responsible for one gap. So he can get up the field, get in that one gap and, and sustain that gap. That's a totally different style of playing than what he was used to. So it took him a little while to, to learn how to get acclimated to that, that type of system. Right. So he didn't pick it up until like the last six, you know, seven games of last year where he really figured out, all right, this is how you play one gap um, defense. Right. Long yeah. story long to this year, he's, you know, he's played, you know, especially he was bananas the first seven, eight games. He's starting to tail off a little bit, mm -hmm. but, you know, this is where he can start, you know, putting it together. Now, I didn't know. I didn't at the time think that, you know, we should have spent that much money on a guy coming in with his skill set. I didn't know if it, you know, that was a good move. Yeah, Hargrave. But, hey, it, it, it's, it's, it's reaping the rewards now. Yeah, he says here the team was criticized for all three transactions last year, and now they've all paid off. See, I don't remember a whole lot of flack about the Hargrave, and I definitely don't remember flack about Slay. I thought people were really happy with that move. Right. For the most right. part, right? Well, we were very happy with that yeah. move because we didn't have a shutdown corner. Yeah. Period. Now you the Hurts move, there there was controversy there uh, for obvious reasons. Because you it thought you still be. had your 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 franchise quarterback. What are you doing expending a second round pick on, on a on a quarterback that may have, you know, for all intents and purposes been a reach even there? Because a lot of people were thinking he wasn't that high. Exactly. Of a grade. Um, Ray had him at a, a third round grade. Third, third round, right. Okay. Right. I had him I had him a second round. I had him at a second a second round grade. Right. But I didn't have a as a second round grade to the Eagles. Right. So there you know was critic but there was criticism about yes, that. That's there was. fair. Yes. Um the other two I don't necessarily agree with. All right. And then he goes to the next one is taking a chance on Landon Dickerson. 
All right. Now let's just look at this for a second. Right. Obviously, that was a controversial move because everybody wanted a corner, a cornerback. Or a right? safety. Yes. Or a we, safety. Yes. Right. We needed we needed both in the worst way. Right. And the offensive line at that point looked sort of like a luxury pick. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And you took a guy that would have been a first round pick had he not had the injury history that he's had in college. And it's been extensive. If you go well, back see, and look yeah. at it, it's a, he's been hurt a lot. And you you can get an odd out of that. Yes. Yeah. You know, right. that's that's the reason why he wasn't a first round pick because right. he just stayed hurt. But his production on the field, when he's on the field, there's no question he's every bit of a high first rounder, not right. mid. But I'm talking about a high first round. Right, he's like a Quentin Nelson kind of guy. Yes, yes. Or a that's Zach exactly Martin, Zach it, Martin no, type. That's of dude. him in a nutshell. Yeah. That's him in a nutshell. Yeah. But then you know everybody says, "Oh boy, here's another Sidney Jones situation." You yes. know when it happened. You know, second round injured player could you know got him on the on the cheap in, in value pick. I didn't say on the cheap, but a value pick because of his injury. Now he's had a great year. Yep. Um, let's hope that we're still saying that, you know, in years two, three, and four, that he can stay vertical. So, in other (laughs) words, this is still to be determined. Yes, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All right, good. Now, the next one is signing Steven Nelson. Um, We, I remember when it happened, uh, this show, we loved it. Well. He was out there on the street. They they had a need. He was the number one prospect as far as um, in, in free agency with cornerbacks at that time. Mm-hmm. He was the number one corner. And I didn't think that there was a way in which we could get him. Right, right. So I'll give Howie, I'll give Howie credit for making that happen because we are still under the thumb um thumb of of, of Carson's contract right now. You know right. what I mean? That's, 34 that's 34 million, million I dollars. Yeah. Right. And he was able to I don't I don't know lowball um Nelson or put Nelson in a position where he's under the cap. Mhm but he's still happy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I give credit to Howie, all the yep. credit in the world for him being able to architect that deal and get him underneath the cap going into this season. Cause that kind of threw a lot of the attention away from, from, from Landon Dickerson, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's where we thought we should have gotten a corner. Cause remember right. Sante Samuel's still there and he is balling right now mm-hmm. for San Diego. Yeah, he is. He is yep. balling. Yeah. And but of course they, they- they they did get Zach McPherson in what the fourth round I believe in the fourth but, round right who was actually great he he actually great out everybody at his second late late second mm-hmm. third round type of pick from Texas Tech former and, Penn State you're right right he says that Nelson's presence allows McPherson to ease into his role which is true and uh, you know we I had no issue with the with the Nelson move at all. Uh, the fact I agree with you, we were surprised that it, he was able to pull it off. So credit to right. him. But he goes, unlike Eric Wilson and Ryan Kerrigan, who were abject free agency failures, Nelson has been a suitable stopgap starter. Yes, well, so. and and we're <laughs> I cannot believe how bad he's played. Who's you that? I mean? Kerrigan. Uh, uh, Kerrigan. Yeah, he's been a no Ryan show. Kerrigan. Yeah, so, Wilson's not even on the team anymore. Right. <laughs> You know him and Eric Wilson. I mean, we knew after we knew after the second game. Yeah, that there's no way there was a reason why Minnesota just let him walk like that. Mm-hmm. Even after he led the team in interceptions and uh, led the team in tackles, we right. understand why they let him go. 
because those tackles was with her, were 10 yards down the field, 12 yards down the field. You now, know the, the next one is bringing back Jordan Howard. To me, this is a no-brainer. Um, he didn't receive any interest in free agency. The one thing that I was flustered about, and we talked about it as it was happening, is why is he on the practice squad? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't know. We didn't know. But, why I mean, really, he... what's a good what, – what was a good reason? Well, there wasn't one. I mean, it was all about helping the rookie, mm. you know, get his snaps, see where he fit in at the offense – um, see if they could get him going in the right direction. I think that was the big thing, hmm. you know, why he was, you know, basically, you know, on the practice squad. Cause you know, I mean, we didn't know anything about Kenneth Gainwell at all. Right. He hadn't played, you know, the year before. So we really didn't have any tape on him the year before mm-hmm. they took a chance on drafting him because remember he sat out the COVID year. He didn't play. He gets drafted. We didn't know what he brought to the table. He's a little undersized. We didn't know if he fit in what, you know, you, an NFL running back could be. Because he started out as a, a receiver. You know, they, he spent more time at the slot than he did at running back. Mm-hmm. Gainwell. Yeah, Kenneth yeah. Gainwell, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you know, the jury's still out. kind of like page. Gibson uh, with Washington. Right, right, exactly. And he was at Memphis, too, and he was more of a receiver than he was a running back. That's because of Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. Gainwell beat him out at running back. So, I like Gibson too. He's a good. I mean, I like him. He's a big guy too. He's tough. Yep. Yeah. All right, I still now, don't know what he is though. Do you know what Kenneth Gainwell is? I don't no, know. No, I don't. I guess we're going to see a lot of him this week, so maybe yes. we'll find out some more stuff. Right. 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 All right. The final one is trading for Gardner Minshew, trading away Joe Flacco. Great move. Great move. Sixth round pick. Right. <laughs> you got a win out of it. Right. You know, so, we got the Top Gun deal. <laughs> what you say? You know? I mean, come on, man. Even though he went to the owner, he went to uh, the coach. Said, hey, what what can I do to start? Right. I like <laughs> I like that though. I mean, you got to have can't some blame him. You got to have some brass ones to do it. You have yeah. to go out there and do it. And, and like I said, I was in that position my last four years of my career. You know, I went in. You know, talking to Cowery. Hey, Cowery, you ain't even kiss me, man. Right. You can at least kiss me. You just, you just, you just, you know. You just put me on the west side of the bed. Come on now, man. You brought me in for a reason. He said, yeah, I brought you in a reason. I brought you in so you could back up. Uh-huh. But, Coach, I'm better than him right now. Yes, you are better than him right now, but you know he's my first, uh, my future, uh, poor child. He's now, my who, who is this guy we were talking about? This is uh, uh, um, um, my boy. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, uh, I cannot believe it. That's my boy, too. Um, Cologne? No, not Willie Cologne. It was um, Max Starks. Oh, Starks. Okay. Max yeah. Starks. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I mean, come on, I'm, I'm better than he is right now. He's young. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to play. I want you to mold him. Yeah. I said, come on, coach. You want me to take and make him into a player, and then I'm out of here. He said, no, 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 no. I know what I'm asking you. He said, I know what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to make Max Star good enough to play. Mm. And 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 it, it, I'm not letting you go, even when he does get ready to play. I'm not gonna let you go. You have more to me. You have more worth to me than you realize. Hmm. But I need you to get them ready. I got them ready. Mm-hmm. I it elongated my career two more years too, because I got Max ready to play. Max ended up starting, but I ended up being a backer for two more years in the league. Right when I he, I probably should have been cut, but he kept me around two more years because you know that's what type of dude he was. 
Nice. You know, he made a promise to me. He fulfilled that promise. So I fulfilled my promise, got him better, got him up to playing. And, uh, you know, from that point on, you know what I'm saying? I, I stayed where I was in Pittsburgh. I was just a backup guy. But, you know, you got to know your role, man. And, right. and I think that's I think, what the, you know, that's what the rock says. Right. You got to know your role. And Gordon Minshew, he's going to prepare like a starter. But he doesn't want to be on the bench. So he's want to go. He's going to want to go somewhere where he can compete for the starting lineup. Those positions are few and far between, though. Now, uh, you were there with Willie Colon, too, right? Yep. Yeah, you crossed over a couple years. I still, I still, I did the same thing for him. So after I groomed Starks, had to groom him, mm-hmm. Willie Colon, and uh, Trey Essex, both of those guys, Willie Colon and Trey Essex. You know, I Willie Colon, he does radio now. Do you know that? Yeah, I think he works for Barstool or something, doesn't he? Now, well, he might have, but now he's on uh, Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio on the morning show with the Morning Men. Oh, get out of here! He's yeah. really stepped up. Yeah, he's making that big money. Yep, that big money. Yeah. Hey, our turn is next, bro. Our turn is next. We're gonna get Jacob Media up there. We're gonna get make. We're gonna be, we're gonna make the big money. I think I think my window's closed, Barrett. No, I bro, this closed. is. We're just like we're just like uh, was it um, um, Shannon Sharp and uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Bayless. Skip, yes, Skip and Shannon. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this this is this this is Harry and Barrett. <laughs> oh God. All right. Uh, speaking of Cower, apparently Cower was a guest of uh, the Manning cast last night. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. I saw little clips of it. Okay. And I and I loved it. Did you, did you see a little? Did you see a little sliver of, of B Brooks in there? You saw Pork Chop in there. I didn't Number watch 72? it. Oh come on, man! You gotta watch. Well, at least watch ESPN. And when it, you know they do a little episode of the, the rerun of of um of the Manning cast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about you know um games, you know most exciting games he played in. And Cowher said that game that they played against, we played in the Colts. You know Eli, I mean um, not Eli, but uh, Man, um Peyton's game where we beat them and big ben and we're talking ben about ben made ben. the tackle yeah so they showed oh, ben yeah. making the tackle okay and right i remember that game. before they go off they show 72 jogging into place you know my the, you see brooks on the back of my jersey i'm jogging into place like man that was close dang you know what i'm saying i was running behind the play because i was on the field when it happened wow i couldn't believe he did that but you know a lot of people don't know that that cornerback harper he didn't even start. The, he was a starter, but he didn't start the game. You know why he didn't start the game? No. His wife, the night before, Uh-oh. the night before this game, Uh-oh. cut his knee, a domestic dispute, cut his knee wide open. Oh, my God. So really? they sold it up, and he didn't start the game, but he played a couple plays in the game. Oh, my God. And he was on the field for that play. A domestic dispute? Yes. So, of course, you know, I, I felt obligated to, you know, send his wife Probably you know a little bit of my signing bonus, you know, or not my signing bonus, but my my Super Bowl check because of, because of her, Ben was able to make that game saving stop. Wow. See, he probably just outran him uh, if it wasn't for that man. That's amazing. Yeah, he had wow. a blown tire, bro, because his wife. Jeez, <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Well, speaking of blown tires, did you see? I saw this morning on on uh, Twitter that there was apparently a traffic jam in Virginia yesterday in the snow because of some big accident happened and it's a mess between like dc and richmond anyway even on always on good days that's awful so it's one of the worst uh stretches of traffic in the country 
you can literally be there for what would take would take you 20 minutes to drive through. You could literally be there for three and a half, four hours. Yeah, well, people were stuck there for like, I don't know, 15 hours or something in the snow. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. People what if you didn't running, have any gas, man? People were running out of gas. Yeah. It was, can you imagine that? No. That's no. crazy. Trapped and, in you your know, car. And, it, I mean, that, that happens on a regular, on that stretch of highway. You know, you got to make sure that your gas tank is full when you get to that stretch of highway. I remember I was doing a, a James Madison game. Mm-hmm. Um, I did James Harrisonburg, Virginia. Yeah, so I had to drive to Harrisonburg, Virginia. Yeah, so I'm that's right off 81. That. That's right off 81. It's beautiful out there too. Man. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But on my way down there, I get the traffic, and I, I'm, I'm going. I always give, leave like the day before, so I'm on my way down there. It literally took me two and a half hours to go, maybe 10, 15 miles. Two and a half Jeez. hours, bro. Really? I was pissed pissed you know what i'm saying so you got to make sure you got all your gas you know what i'm saying and, and and ready to you might stay you might have to pack a lunch right <laughs> have waters in your car all yeah, that you know right. what I mean? because it's, it's, it's just bad traffic right there all the time yeah that's terrible. i remember you know i've gone through that place that's look, a lot look 91 ls section say what if you were trapped in the car of martinez martinez <laughs> uh yeah you, you'd need like a, a big jug uh, for his bladder. <laughs> Plus, you'd have to be infused, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You need a uh, pineapple run for that. I mean, uh, oh vodka for that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know if vodka's enough. Jeez. That is my dude, man. Oh. That is my dude. And I, I, and I have to... I have to I had to give it to him, man. That F1 racing. Yeah. That's my... I, I, I've watched it like three times now. What? The, the reality show? Yeah. I've watched it like three times now. Love it. Love man. it. I need, I need more like dialogue. I don't, I don't want to hear it's, people it's, talk. Yeah, it's too much. It's just about, you know, the cars racing. Like, well, you know. see, that's and that's what I'm all about. I know. But... I'm all about all the, you know, mechanic, the mechanics of everything, you know, uh-huh. uh, racing theories, you know, you know what I mean, drafting, all that stuff. I'm, 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 I geek out on, bro. Yeah. I geek out on all that. Yeah. I need you a little I mean? dialogue. You know, Renault. And their motors, how their motors were messing up. <clears throat> then uh-huh. they turn around and um, Red Bull goes and get a Honda motor. Uh-huh. And ever since this Honda motor, they have been blowing everybody out. You know, I love all that stuff. Is that you right? Know what I'm yeah, yeah. I, I need Aaron Sorkin to like, you know, throw in some dialogue <laughs> for that show. It makes it a whole lot better. For Got me. McLaren, 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 Mercedes. You know, all that. That I love all that stuff, man. <laughs> I mean, it's. That gets me geeked up, man. So I don't he, even worry about the drivers. I, I like to worry about the cars. So he so. he's the one who turned you on to that show. You didn't even know about it before. I didn't know about that show. I, oh, wow. know. I watched F1 racing, but I did not know about the show. Hmm. It now gave me a great perspective, really, on F1 racing now. So I'm I'm back tied into it. I used I usually be, you know, be like a Fairweather fan. I see it as on. Uh oh. Did you there. see that? What's Your that? brother is on the chat. There it is. Where? Philip Where is Brooks he? checking in. Barrett, Cleveland will take Minshew. What was the other one you put up? <laughs> Splitsburg still stinks or something. Like that. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Where is he at? There it is. Split Splitsburg still sucks, just like Baker. Oh, Pittsburgh. Wow. <laughs> I knew he was gonna go. He is yeah. active. I and told he is you my angry. mom was gonna tell. See, he I is angry. <laughs> and that's that's exactly why I'm buying my niece a a a a a, a, a Super Bowl jersey. With 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 Steelers on it, uh-huh. Super Bowl XL for my niece. 
Oh and you, man! And you gotta you you have to every time they lose, you have to wear the jersey. She has to wear it. When, you, when they lose, yep. When they lose to the Steelers, she has to wear that jersey. Now the Steelers play the Ravens this Sunday. Yes, with an outside chance, I guess for both teams, they possibly could make it, but they need a lot of help. A whole lot of help. A whole and lot. The Indianapolis of help. out of there. Yeah, right. It's you think about. It, we'll we'll get into that in the other side because there's a whole bunch of teams that still technically have a chance exactly. in the AFC, which will which will make Sunday interesting uh, exactly. since we don't have Eagles football on Sunday. And the Saturday game is really uh, turning into something that uh, – You know, the, uh, yeah. you know, the, you know they're pissed right now that um, they move this game to 8 o'clock on Saturday and nobody's going to be playing it. Nobody's going to be Eagles. playing it. Well, see, that's the other thing. It's not their fault. Right. It's, it's the NFL's fault. And the yep. NFL needs to change this. Yep. They need to stop putting these games, these rivalry games, at the last week because of this fact. Exactly. Like exactly. move it. Like this is when the Eagles should be playing the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm like, so, this game. Like, like, how many times have we had an Eagles Cowboys game in the final game, whether it's Week 17 or Week 18? I don't give a shit. Where it, where one team doesn't play their starters at least. It's exactly. meaningless for the fans. Well, you look what, but see, you got to look at the same thing what happened last year. You know, Washington ends up getting into the playoffs because the Eagles, right, rest. They laid down against Hurts. the Giants. Yeah they, yeah, they rest Hurst in the fourth quarter. Right. You know, and the Giants were still pissed about that. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Screw that Joe Judge. He's an idiot. I, th- I don't think he makes it through, man. Did you I hear he's out here. he went on some like 11-minute diatribe in his post-game press conference on Sunday after they got shellacked by the Bears? Like what? he was like, you got to go back and listen to it. He's 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 whacked, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's whacked. I know he's from the local area. Right, he's, right, right. He's right. whacked. All right, we'll be back with the final half hour on the middle. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. Final half hour, the middle on a Tuesday. And uh, are you going to get uh, Preston Brown on it all this week? Did that? I, uh... I got the text out to him. I, okay. I sent it this morning. Um, I'm just going to call him when we get off the show. You know what I mean? Right. Then, um, you know, he, he, that's your guy, believe, man. Yeah, I believe he'll do it. You know what I mean? I, I, there shouldn't be anything, you know, that they're trying to hide or anything. You know, they've already made the. You know, they made the announcement that, that, you know, he's now the running back coach. So, yeah, I don't know if it's been ofi- officially announced, but that's oh, what's going to happen. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, they, it's, yeah, it's, it's it should. Him, they're moving him to an on the field role, and he's going to be the running backs coach for Temple. And that's your guy from Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and they just won the championship coaching. again. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, Woodrow Wilson won it again. Division Was it Division Three or something? I mean, um, I have no uh, idea. Well, whatever it is, they, they won it, but. You know, is is he he could be a great liaison for you know South Philly mm-hmm. um, recruiting Philadelphia, right. Delaware. I mean, he he knows how to to get those guys um, geeked up to go to right. Temple. Man, he he'll be able to be that a, a great recruiter for him. Hmm. So you know, I mean, you guys might be back on the map really quick. And they're bringing back uh, Chris Wiesahan too, who was here for a while. And is now down was down at Georgia Tech, and you're bringing okay. him back to be the offensive line coach. So he's uh, he's a good recruiter too. So. Yeah, they didn't give me a call, man. It's kind of messed up, bro. They still at least gave me a call. Man. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> well, that's, that's what we got to ask Preston about when we get right, him on the right, show. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at this jumbled mess in the AFC. Um, the only teams there's what six teams, I believe, or. Six, I guess, that are qualified. The Bengals, of course, won the division. Uh-huh. The Chiefs won the division. The Titans won the division. The Bills have clinched a playoff spot. Yes. And the Patriots have clinched a playoff spot. So there's two left open with Baltimore, Indianapolis, the Raiders, the Steelers. All in the mix. I guess Miami's out, huh? Yeah, Miami's out now. Yeah. Boy, they won seven straight games after losing seven straight, and now they're out. Right. It's, they're seven and eight right now? Uh, I think I think they're eight and eight, aren't they? Let mm-hmm. me see. Uh, yeah, Miami is eight and eight, but they're currently in the 10 spot. Uh, they'd win a tiebreaker over Baltimore. 
how do I don't, I don't understand this stuff, how one team with the same record that wins a tiebreaker over another team, but yet the other team still has a chance to make the playoffs and the other team doesn't. I, it's just right. It's kind it's, of crazy. It, isn't it? it makes your eyes glaze over. <laughs> uh, but the bottom line is, I guess, you know, the Colts and the Chargers right now are in the six and seven seed respectively, but the Raiders and the Steelers and the Ravens, I, I, maybe the Dolphins too all have some sort of mathematical chance. The Colts, let's see, the the Colts play Jacksonville. Oh, that's a – So they're going to win that game. No question. They better win that game. Yeah, and they win the tiebreaker over the Chargers based on best win percentage in conference games. So if they beat Jacksonville, they're obviously in, and they'd be 10-7. and be a pretty good year that'd be a great year um the chargers play the raiders i believe that's the sunday night football game now that's the last game of the regular season and it's got some meaning to it i like that. oh that's gonna be a great game yeah now the chargers and the raiders are tied at nine and seven obviously they won't be tied after they play uh but right now the chargers win the tiebreaker over vegas based on head-to-head so that's for all I guess for all the marbles, huh? Well, the Raid- Raiders win. They're ten and seven. The Chargers lose. They're ten and seven. No, they'd be they'd be nine and eight. Nine and, and the eight, Raiders yeah. would be Raiders would be in. Well, I thought there was a scenario where if if the if the Raiders and the Chargers tied, they would both be in. Uh, yeah, I guess that would put them ahead of what? No, but in Indianapolis gets to ten. Indianapolis would have to lose, wouldn't they? Or right, right. Because right, if Indianapolis right. wins, they're at ten wins. Yeah, they'll, they'll if be the in. Chargers and Raiders tie, they'd be nine, seven, and one. That doesn't beat ten wins. No, it doesn't. You're yeah. right. So one of those teams would have to go. And uh, you said that. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Can you believe the Ravens are on the outside looking it in? Yeah. Well, I mean, losing Lamar Jackson for a couple of games. You know, as gutty as Huntley has been, you know, they just didn't win games. I mean, you look at what they've done here. They've lost, what, five straight games, Barrett. Think about that. Well, They've lost yeah. five straight. They were at With eight and three yeah. at one point. Exactly. <laughs> eight and wow. three. Wow, they went in the opposite direction of the Eagles. Yeah, they lost to the Steelers in that one-point game. Then they lost at Cleveland in a two-point game. Then they had Green Bay, and that's where Lamar didn't play in that game either. That was a one-point game. Wow. So they lost by one, two, and one, and then they got blown out by the Bengals. And then they wow. lost another one-point game to the Rams. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that's look at it. That's that's all muddled up, man. Look at look at their you know the playoff picture in the AFC. I mean, it's, the AFC is just better at this point than it's, you know. Looking it's at the deeper. MCs. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt about it. It's deeper. Um, let me start look at some of the uh, the possible uh, matchups. Like if things sort of stayed as is, you would have Kansas City and the Chargers two and seven. That'd yep. be pretty sweet. Yep. Cincinnati going up against the Colts. That's a good game. Yep. 
and then Bills Patriots. Oh, those Rematch. are three great games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And how about the job Tennessee has done since losing Derrick Henry? And he might be back. I know. In two know. weeks. Now, who do they do they play? Um, I guess they probably play what do they they play the Texans, maybe? Um, yeah, they play the Texans. So they're gonna win 12. Yep. They'll be 12 and five. What, 12 and five? I cannot believe that they'll be a top. They'll be the number one seed yeah. in the AFC. Nobody talks about them. Nobody does. They just they had just quietly snuck their way into the number one position yeah. in the AFC. Everybody without kinda, their best running back, without their best player. Right. Everybody kind of forgot about them when he got hurt. Yes. Well, we, we all thought it was over. Yeah. We all thought it was over. And look at them now. They're sitting at 11 and 5 right now. That's a great job by Vrabel. And he might be good. coach of the year. You talk about, you know, the Eagles coach being coach of the year. Yeah. He, Vrabel might be coach of the year, bro. Yeah. I mean, you take away an MVP type candidate from your team like that, that's that much of your offense. And, and you, you still find a way to get the one seed. Right, right. And what were you telling me earlier that uh, Henry has, has been out um, and he's still the fifth highest rusher in the NFL? Is he really? I yes. didn't even know that. Yes. He's the fifth highest rusher in the NFL. He's a monster. I mean, listen, you know, the NFC matchups, I like the Eagles and the Rams. I'm good, good with that. Game. I'm good with that if that's the way it happens. I'd rather have that than I'd rather have them than the Bucks. Yeah, exactly, man. Me too. Although, you know what? I mean, just because you know you got twelve over there, man. Brady just puts a dampener. I think we can control, you know, the Rams, but you know, Brady not so much. You know, he kind of toyed with us and still won the game. He like took the day off on offense, took the day off, and he still beat us. But that defense, that defense has a kink in their armor now. But now they don't have many of their their weapons anymore, though, Tampa. Right, right. Think about it. Right. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, they they got two of their starting receivers are out or gone. And, um, I mean, they still have their tight ends. But Little Fournette hadn't played for a while. Yeah, and they got three tight ends, too, really. Right, right. Howard, uh, you know. Great. Great, yeah. And Gronk. So, you know. That's they definitely got everything they I, need. To win. I think the thing for them, the main thing for them, is getting Fournette back. Yes. at some point, if they get him back, he, he they'll they'll be a contender again. But all roads travel through Green Bay, man. Green Bay, man. It, this this might be their year. This might be their year. Well, don't we have a Super Bowl bet that we all made with Aton? Yeah, we did. Where we sent him money. We definitely did. Because I saw him on his Twitter not too long ago crowing about this futures bet that he's got with the Packers for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was no mention of us. Yeah, and I I sent the money. So did I. (laughs) I I Venmoed it to him. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Let me go back because I think I favorited that tweet just so I could save it. Yes. See, a lot of people like, you know, people freak out that uh, what was it? John Lynch favorited a tweet or liked a tweet that said something derogatory about Garoppolo and then uh-huh. took it back like it was a mistake. Sometimes people favorite tweets just so they can find them again. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily mean, oh, yeah, I agree. 
or I love the, you know, I like what you're saying. It's not that you just want to save it. So oh, look at the stream. Yeah. It. The stream is too, you know, what's that? A couple of them were in for 20. You know yeah, that's saying? right. They, that's they, right. They said money also. SD's in there for 20. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let me let me try to find this tweet because he, he was crowing about this a couple weeks ago. That we have a futures um, bet. Because I remember like we we used the whole idea. It got us 40 minutes of content one day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Hold on, I will get this. I'm determined to find it. This is why I like so much crap. It doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with it. Here it is. Here it is. December 27th. At Shander Show says, when the Packers win, I'm cashing this 8K ticket. And he's got the picture of the ticket. Yes, we are. This was done back in uh, July 20th of 2021. Send it to Xander so uh, Xander can put it up. The so wager was $414.98 in total, and it will pay $8,714.58. Packers plus 2000 Winner. If that hits. Now, there's, I there's, sent 100 I sent 100 You sent 100 And we got streamers that send in various exactly. and sundry amounts. Yeah, so the three of us, we put a hundred in a piece. Yeah. And I guess four four streamers sent in twenty bucks a piece. There might have even been more streamers. Who the hell knows? Well, if it's four hundred, you know, four hundred bucks, because I know I sent a hundred and you sent a hundred. Yeah. And he put in a hundred. So it has to be, you know, out of the um out of that All right, I'm, gonna, so I'm sending this to Xander right now. Maybe we can pop it up there. Yeah. But yeah, I saw that. Nothing gets by me, Barrett. <laughs> that's great work by you because i completely forgot about it yeah i'm just I like completely huh, wait a second I, I i that looks very familiar to me yes and i will go yeah. get my money oh yeah <laughs> as long as i have my money next friday right yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah uh, now next friday came didn't have the rent and out the door <laughs> i went <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, Bruno's coming up with me in the Mountain Troll today. I got to get prepared for that for about five minutes. Oh, you got to get prepared for that, man. You can't yeah. just walk into that whole situation, you know, with blinders on. Oh, no, that's the best way. <laughs> that's the best way to work with both of those guys is no preparation. Because all it it doesn't matter what you do. Like, all the preparation <laughs> right. you do can just go right out the window. And you're like, why did I waste my time doing all this stuff? <laughs> Wasted preparation, right? Right. <laughs> Total waste of preparation. You know, you're supposed to be talking about hockey, and all of a sudden you're talking about F1. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's how it goes, man. Right. Yeah. SD <laughs> says this is this is interesting. Aton probably has no stake in the bet. He just collected the money. Lol. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But I know how much I sent, so right. I know what percentage I'm going to get. <laughs> oh my god, that's that is so great. <laughs> <laughs> Because we 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 got in it we got in it because at that time you know you know a rod a -Rod. was just going crazy right right you know a rod was in, in Hawaii kicking it uh -huh. when everybody else was in training camp or something like that you know what I mean and we so we figured we got him at a good value pick which we, got we him, did exactly. in hindsight we did exactly we got him at a great value pick wow I'll tell you a lot of stuff about Howie Roseman coming out right now although all the writers are. 
you know, now it's now it's all like a collective. Howie Roseman did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good with that. That's true. I just am cautious to go crazy about you know saying that Jonathan Gannon is this be all end all because right, right. You know, right. they made their hay against the teams they had to play, and it's not his fault. But I got to see it against better competition. Well, at this point, I mean, not to say we're we're playing we're playing with house money, but we're playing with house money. Mm-hmm. We they have far surpassed the expectations of what we thought this season was going to be. No, question. even me with my glass being half full all the time, did not see that they were going to make a turnaround like this. You know, they have definitely maximized the potential of the athletes that they have in that locker room. Mm-hmm. You have to cater towards what you know what your guys do best, and the offensive line are run blockers. This is a run orientated team. If you look at on the defensive side of the ball, we don't necessarily do that because I believe our corners are good enough that you could press, you know, press these guys out there reroute routes with the you know personnel p- people we have in the secondary, right? And rush the passer if you blitz a little bit. But I don't know necessarily if if you could have TJ out there covering people and that'll be the problem that'll definitely be the problem now i see uh adam's exploits saying i'd love for the eagles to get rid of jg jonathan gannon but they won't i I don't know why you would necessarily say that i mean what doesn't he deserve an opportunity with some better talent this in the next season there you might get draft picks on the defensive side of the ball oh and see what the guy can do he might look like uh you know you know, the 85 Bears, for all we know. That's all I need I don't right know. there. That's all I need. Give me I'm an not, opportunity. He doesn't not deserve another chance. Bring in bring in a stud linebacker. Right. A stud linebacker changes how you play defense. I mean, it's prevalent right there in Dallas. You've got a stud linebacker you can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although, you look at what, you know, Pittsburgh did with Bush. Yeah. Now, Bush, to me, was the end-all um, I mean, he he was he he was to me he was the best linebacker in his draft. Devin he has Bush. done absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. For the for the Steelers right now, so yeah. I'm off on that. Now and I'm now, on with Van Der Esch and all those guys. Yeah. Now maybe somebody does hire him to be their head coach. Who knows? Well, we stranger things have happened. Yeah, we wouldn't be that lucky. <laughs> Did you see that Ken Rosenthal got let go by the MLB Network? Apparently, so, because of him being too critical of the commissioner of baseball. Wow. Rob Manfred. Of course, it's well, their man, network. I, no, but do you want you, that? That almost be like, um, oh, you can't. Yeah, you can't talk bad about your boss. You know what I'm saying? You can't, yeah. you know, and think you're going to be good with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that's just not what you do. You know, it's not smart. Put it like that. Yeah, but, but I, you know, I admire him for, you know, telling it like it is. Well, look at I mean, Spuds. The guy, did, the guy is a, an awful commissioner. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but look at Spuds. Spuds and the Eagles. Dave Spadaro. Right. I mean, even he's critical of the Eagles sometimes. Yeah. He has to be at some point. You can't just be. He was a bit earlier in the season, too. Right. Uh, of Jonathan right. Gannon, I think, uh, if, I, yes. if I recall. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, it, you can't be overbearing with it. Like, like Seth. Seth is overbearing when it yeah. comes to his opinion on the Eagles and the Eagles defense. Like there were times, you know, we, we go do stuff for the Eagles. And I remember Swartz 
just out and out, just just going in an opposite direction when he saw Seth. I saw it firsthand on, a, on several occasions that we were in the same room with Swartz, mm-hmm. and I'm talking, I'm talking to, um, I'm talking to, to Seth, and I look over, and I make eye contact with Swartz, and he sees, you know, he sees me, and you know, he kind of, you know, gives me, you know, the, the head yeah, like this, yeah, a little nod, yeah. But then he looks at Seth uh-huh. and turns right back around and leaves the room. I saw it happen on several wow. occasions. And Seth turns around, see, see? Now, why would he do me like that? Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, come on, man. What you mean, why would he do you like that? You know exactly why he did what, you But like it, that. He, you know, Seth's doing his job. Well, yeah, but Seth, like, sometimes, you know, you can be a little overbearing. And I think that's what it was with wow. him. Swartz, he was a little overbearing with him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there were times where they were like, Seth, you need to come in and, and, and be the defensive coordinator. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Oh, bro. really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fans are like yo, you gotta do that. Yeah, fans do, but I'm just saying, yeah. like you know. Yeah. Well, hey man, you see, um, I got my, you know, these 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 blue lens blockers. I actually got glasses yesterday. I told you, you know, when, you know, just before the show, like prescription glasses. Yeah, I got prescription yeah. glasses. These are just these just help the glare, you know, so my head doesn't hurt, you know, when I get through, you know, doing our show, right? From being on computer so long. But I went and got, I went to America's Best, and. Mm-hmm. uh and got glasses. So I had LASIK surgery 22 years ago. Okay. And my vision was 2015 when I left the doctor's office uh, after the LASIK. After the LASIK. Yes, after the LASIK. Now I'm at 2050. Wow. I evidently have a stigma in my eye that, you know. An it, astigmatism? Yes. And, yeah. it, and it, it, it alters the light vision or, you know, whatever it is. So now I have, you know, I got to wear glasses. Right. But look, but I also have old man's disease, which is when your eyes just, you know, just don't focus the way they used to focus. Uh-huh. So I, they're going to be bifocals. Right. That's what I got. So I look down here. Yeah. It'll be like reading glasses. But when up here. Right. It'll be regular glasses, you know, that I could see far away. That's what I got. Well, see, I, I don't I don't know how I'm adjust to this. Yeah. You know, why do you, why do you think I'm like going like this a lot of times? Because I got to look down at the bottom to read the stuff on the on the stream. Ah, da, da. There right. it is. There yeah. it is. So I got yeah. that's what I got, man. So I got glasses now. I'm anxious to see, you know, how how the world will look. Now I, I, I was offered free LASIK surgery. You better just jump about on a, that. About man. a month ago. You better jump on it. And I'm I'm you know I'm thinking about it. Well, I know um, in the summertime, I'm gonna definitely uh, I'm gonna definitely look into getting it again. Yeah, you know, I, I hope I can get it free. So I got it free when I was with uh, Detroit. When I was playing with the Lions, I went to the the Ford uh, Visual Center, whatever it is, you know, owned by the Ford. So I got it for free also. I don't know if I can still go back and, you know, they said, right. I, you know, you can always come back and get it done. But I'm not going all the way out to Detroit just to get Lasix, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, for free. But um, I'm farsighted. What does that mean? That means I have trouble reading stuff or seeing stuff when it's close to me. Well, I'm nearsighted there because I have trouble seeing stuff that's very far from me. Oh, okay. And I can remember doing games, and I couldn't differentiate between a six, an eight, and a zero. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's so that's a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a problem. You know, that's so a problem. I said, let me get these glasses. So I finally went and got the glasses, man. You know, got a great deal and whatnot. But you know, uh-huh. just the mere fact that I, I'm be able to see, man, it's gonna be new to me. It's gonna be very new to me. Then she was like, "Well, you don't wear glasses when you drive." Uh-huh. I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't. But uh, no, Bird, <laughs> no, Birdman 990. It's not a scam. It's it's legitimate. But I appreciate you looking out. Muhammad, <laughs> Muhammad Malik says, "Do it." 
And then Tone says, hell no to LASIK. <laughs> They'll have you seeing halos forever. No, thanks. <laughs> well, I was always uh, under the impression that if you were farsighted like I am, LASIK didn't work for you. But that might have been 20 years ago. Right, right. They've got new innovations and everything else. I would think that they'd be able to make it work for, for both. I, I don't know. But yeah. what is the surgery? Like, what is the procedure like? Well, you know, you sit there, they it numb your eyes. It freaks me out. You're, you're, I mean, you're awake, but they put this stuff in your eyes and it numbs your eyes. So you don't have any blinking response. And then they, you know, you know, sticks the uh, things, your eyes to open it up, right, keep right. it open. But right. it actually takes, they actually take a razor and clip up on your eye, eyeball. A laser, not a, a laser. laser. Oh, whatever it is. It's a right. laser, right? Well, they have to cut your eyeball, the cornea of it up. They have to cut, cut it and flip it over. And yeah, then they I use the laser. Oh, okay. Oh, then they use a laser. Then they flip it back down. I would wig out. Well, you don't I mean you 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 don't really feel you don't feel anything because your 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 eyes are numb. Plus, they give you a little wacky juice to make yeah, sure. But don't you see it? Like, do you see the blade coming right at your eye? Not really. Not no? really. No. Uh -oh. oh man. So you give you a little wacky juice, man. All right. Well, I'm all right with the wacky juice. You know yeah, that. Yeah, I will never yeah. turn down wacky juice. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to delve into this a little bit further. Absolutely. Uh, on tomorrow's show, and we still got to get into. Uh, that NFL's most thrilling regular season. They've got several 30-some examples of why it is. We can talk about that. A whole lot more. All this other hey. stuff will continue to de develop. And I, like, I got to get, I gotta I get like ready for Bruno one. and the Mountain Troll. What? Yeah, this is 91 LXXers. They make you watch the Phillies. Oh, there <laughs> you go. That'll numb your, your eyes. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt about it. And on that note. <laughs> You'll be feeling no pain in your eye after that. All right, we'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Thanks for listening. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 